And by the way, by me saying Hillary running for president, am I being sexist? That is what some are saying. Even though she made bumper stickers that said Hillary on them, I guess I fell into the trap. You make the call. Joining us right now is Senator Lindsey Graham. Senator, welcome back. Yes, she did fall into the trap. How dare I? I know you're an awful person. So I, I, I was, I'm not going to get you sidetracked on that issue, but I will say this. We've watched Senator Ted Cruz come out um, in a big event. I've watched Senator uh, Rand Paul yesterday. When are you considering doing yours? In May. Okay. Uh, early or late? May. I do it. Probably late. Thinking long and hard about it. Got to put the finances together, ground game. It's about message and uh, means, so I think I've got a good message. I've just got to make sure i got the means, the financial means of the ground game to be competitive early on. Have you done some hiring? Yeah, we've hired some people in uh, uh, Iowa, pretty good team there, looking at people in New Hampshire, and got to put together a fundraising uh, organization to make me competitive. The good news about Iowa, New Hampshire, and South Carolina, Brian, you can't buy these states. People expect you to show up and it's uh, sort of an antidote to big money, but you have to have enough money to be competitive. Great, and I'm sure your your itinerary is up there. It's no longer a mystery. You're there, and you got Senator McCain in your camp. He's made that clear. One thing also, Senator Graham, on Sunday, you say, listen, Rand Paul, nice guy, but his foreign policy is to the left of Barack Obama. Sean Hannity asked Rand Paul that question last night. Here's what he said, cut six. What do you say to Lindsey Graham who took a shot at you and said, oh, everyone would have gotten a better deal but Rand Paul? Well, almost anyone in the Congress would better defend the Bill of Rights than this particular senator. So, uh, you know, touche. Is that true? (laughs) Well, yeah, I'm a big fan of the Bill of Rights. But uh, at the end of the day, we're at war. And uh, Barack Obama has criminalized the war. We haven't put anybody in Gitmo or World War confinement since he's been president. We read Miranda rights to uh, uh, international terrorists. They're not common criminals. He's criminalized the war. His foreign policy is a failure. Uh, Senator Paul's a nice fellow. I support him if he's our nominee. I hope he'd do likewise. But, you know, he was for pulling out of Iraq. He was for not using force uh, in Syria three years ago when it would matter. I view his sort of libertarian views or to the left of Obama when it comes to how you treat terrorist suspects. So the French are right. We could have gotten a better deal. I think almost anybody could have gotten a better deal than Barack Obama because he's seen as weak, indecisive, incompetent. The uh, Iranians don't fear him, nor do they respect him. The Israelis and the Arabs don't trust him. And uh, so I hope we will not enter into a deal uh, until we get the best deal. And you'll never convince me that Barack Obama... It's the best negotiator America would have to deal with the Iranians who are wreaking havoc throughout the world as I speak. Well, I tell you, I was uh, I was surprised, too, that the president said uh, the notion of uh, the notion of Iran recognizing the state of Israel as a right to exist. It, you know, is basically a bridge too far when it comes to these negotiations. Is that how you feel? <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, I just don't don't get me started. Listen. The Iranians have toppled four Arab capitals during the negotiations. Uh, Al-Qaeda in the Arabian Peninsula is a direct threat to our homeland. It's a Sunni terrorist organization. Anwar al-Awlaki was their head, an American citizen who, thank God, we killed with a drone. But the bottom line is the Houthis, backed by Iran, have taken a pro-government, uh, a pro-American government down in Yemen, and our counterterrorism forces have been expelled from Yemen. So he is allowing the Iranians 
to basically compromise our national security, supporting Assad, and to not require them to be a better member of the family of nations before you do a deal with their nuclear program is absurd. What I would do is say, listen, guys, we're not going to remove sanctions until you show what you would do with the money differently. Do you think they'll take the billions in sanction relief for iron and build hospitals and schools? And is it really too much to ask for the Iranians to uh, knock off trying to bring death to America and Israel before you give them billions of dollars of cash and centrifuges? I don't think so. I think it's a bridge too far for the world to let Barack Obama negotiate a deal with the Iranians because he's so weak, he's so incompetent, and in the eyes of the Iranians, uh, they don't fear nor respect him. And as to Rand Paul, I like him a lot, but I had a resolution rejecting the idea of giving the Iranians a nuclear weapon and trying to contain them. It was a resolution saying the policy of the United States would be to deny Iran a nuclear capability, not contain them once they get it. I had 90 senators for my resolution. I had one guy who voted no, and that was Rand Paul. So I don't think him taking Barack Obama's place at the negotiating table is a good idea. So I was surprised. Dave Ignatius, who's pre-tapped into these Middle Eastern capitals and, and has great sources, uh, says there's a buoyant sense of the White House this week, a feeling that a much-in-battle president has achieved the goal, he said in 2009, of engaging Iran on the basis of mutual interest and mutual respect. I was surprised. I mean, to oh, me, I, the embattled, I would understand, but what's your reaction? Well, number one, the Iranians, as I speak, one, they killed 1,500 soldiers, at least in Iraq, by having these copper-tipped IEDs that were made in Iraq. They're the supporter of Assad, who's killed 220,000 Syrians. Over a million Syrian refugees have left Syria to go to Jordan. The king of Jordan's our best ally in the region other than Israel. So the pressure created uh, from the war in Syria is hurting our ally Jordan. Uh, one in four or five people in Lebanon are Syrian refugees. Uh, the Iranians have taken down a pro-American government in Yemen. They've got uh, Iranian-inspired militia committing war crimes in Iraq. At the end of the day, the Iranians are more powerful in the Mideast, doing more damage than any time that I can remember. And if this is bringing Iran into the family of nations, God help us all. They are absolutely the cancer causing most of the problems in the Mideast, and Obama has disconnected these negotiations from their behavior. And what would you expect these guys to do with more cash? I can't believe President Obama is excited about dealing with Iran. If I were president of the United States, we would ratchet up sanctions until they change their behavior. If Obama's happy, then I don't know what he's happy about, but the people in Iran are very happy. They can – they can smell weakness and arrive. Senator Lindsey Graham is our guest. Uh, Senator, i got to bring you to the revelation that didn't happen yesterday but broke yesterday, that the Russians have penetrated into the White House computer system. Uh, we also know that they're uh, bulking up and possibly moving more missiles into the Ukraine and reinvigorating yeah. and unmothballing a major facility in the Arctic. It's hard to imagine a Russia more infused and in, uh, or muscled up. What is your take on this? What is it going to take to rein these guys in? What uh, what should our response be? Well, uh, this is yet another symptom of a greater problem. The uh, the weakness of Barack Obama, the stand up the thugs and dictators, and radical Islam is really hurting us all over the world. 
radical Islam on the Sunni side is running wild. ISIL and ISIS and al-Shabaab and al-Nusra and all these al-guys are stronger than ever. There are more organizations, more terrorist armies with more weapons, with more safe haven to attack the homeland than any time before 9-11. As to Russia, Putin is walking all over Obama. NATO is never any stronger than the American president. We signed an agreement back in the 90s with the Ukrainians. If you give up your nuclear weapons, we will guarantee your sovereignty. Well, when um, Obama drew a line in the sand against Assad, if you use chemical weapons, uh, we're going to take you out, and did nothing about it. I think that was a signal to the Iranians that they could do anything they want to do, and I think that was a signal to Russia that we're weak. We're not going to back up uh, the agreements we signed, and he went and took the Crimea. And he's taken, he's dismembered the Ukraine, and he's not going to stop at the Ukraine. I think he goes to Moldova next. And Barack Obama's weakness, his incompetence, has unleashed some very dangerous forces in this world. And you need a new president who understands the world for what it is and the role of America. America should lead from the front. Look at what happens when you lead from behind. Yeah, we're witnessing it right now. It's as if we checked out. What is our right way in Yemen at this point? The government we kind of liked has been displaced. Yeah. They're being bombed now by Saudi Arabia, who is not bombing al-Qaeda. So where where do right. we belong? What I would do is I would uh, partner up with the Arabs and go take Yemen back and reestablish a counterterrorism presence in Yemen. Al-Qaeda and the Arabian Peninsula are the guys that planned the Paris attack. They're probably the most lethal force when it comes to hitting the homeland of any of those guys, including ISIS. So the only way you're going to get a resolution uh, in Yemen is to allow the uh, Arab coalition that exists today the capability to defeat the Houthis backed by Iran. If the Houthis stay in power, al-Qaeda and the Arabian Peninsula basically goes unchecked. They're not going to check al-Qaeda and the Arabian Peninsula. And uh, right now, this vacuum created in, in, in Yemen is allowing one of the most lethal terrorist organizations desirous of hitting our homeland the ability to operate with impunity. So right. we need to get Yemen back in a box. I want you to hear what the president said at his prayer breakfast yesterday. Uh, can we hear that role, Eric? On Easter, I do reflect on the fact that as a Christian, I am supposed to love. And I have to say that sometimes when I listen to less than loving expressions by Christians, I get concerned. But that's a topic for another day. Is that appropriate? All I can say is that the Christian community in the Mideast is being slaughtered. We're a Judeo-Christian nation. We're a nation of we're libertarians, vegetarians, Christians, Jews, you know, Muslims, anybody. All of us are welcome to practice our faith and not practice at all. America is destined to be the leader of the free world. We should stand for all the things that make the world a good place to live in. Christians are being slaughtered in the Mideast. I had a hearing in my subcommittee with uh, Jay Sekulow and some others talking about plight of Christians in the Mideast, and our president will not even mention the fact that the Christian community in the Mideast is being slaughtered simply for being Christian. And if you think they don't want to come after us, you're just not understanding the world as it is. Radical Islam is motivated by a religious doctrine that compels them to purify their faith and destroy other faiths. They're systematically exterminating the Christian community. They're killing people within the faith who are different and won't buy into their ideology, and they mean to come after us too. They want a master religion 
like the Nazis wanted a master race, and our president is AWOL on all of these matters. He's not standing up to these guys. Mm. I wish he would be as hard on radical Islam as he is on Bibi. And uh, and maybe in some degree to uh, to the Christian uh, his Christian faith, uh, Senator Graham. We're gonna we're gonna find out in May if you have a big announcement too. You can be sure we'll be carrying it and talking about it. Uh, thanks so much for your time as usual. Thank you very much, Brian.